Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Bobby and Christian back here on Sports Talk. It's Wednesday. Sunday cannot get here fast enough. It is the opener between the Saints and the Atlanta Falcons. Bobby, I want to pick your brain on a couple of specific uh, matchups with the Saints and Falcons. And I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Deuce earlier. If you're the Saints defense, how are you guarding, how are you covering Kyle Pitts? Uh, he, it, 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 the appro- is the approach of anybody but Kyle Pitts has to beat us? Yeah, uh, because uh, they don't have uh, the weapons that they've had in the past. I mean, who was the one? He's from Alabama, Birmingham. I can't even think of the receiver before even um, uh, Calvin Ridley. Uh, no, no, before uh, Who, Calvin Ridley. Before uh, Julio. Before Julio Jones. Yeah, I, Roddy White. Uh, Roddy White. Okay, Roddy White. There's no Roddy White. There's no Julio Jones. There's no Calvin Ridley. Uh, the, even uh, the, the receiver from LSU just went to Tampa Bay. Justin Gage. J- uh, Russell, Russell Gage. Gage. Yeah, there's no. I'm telling you, Christian, they heard it. And then their top receiver, who they drafted, Drake London, and I mean, I don't know his knee. I mean, I'd go up and jam him and see how he could take that jam. So uh, that no, uh, uh, that I would take the approach that there's no way Kyle Pitts, okay? We're not leaving him one-on-one. You're never leaving him one-on-one. Now, you might say maybe with Lattimore, and Lattimore needs to – I think Lattimore got humbled last year. And then Kyle Pitts, I want to say at the beginning of the game in the Superdome, he, he dropped a deep ball. It would have been about a 40-some 50-yarder. He let Kyle Pitts get behind him. I think he was kind of shocked how fast – Kyle Pitts was as big as he was, so I, I think Lattimore would be more in, uh, enticed for, uh, or welcome that challenge to go against uh, a Kyle Pitts without no help. But I, I would say uh, you want to mix it up. So let's say Kyle Pitts, uh, Kyle Pitts catches a pass. Well, we got to uh, you know try something different. Now the one thing, boy, I, I wanted the Falcons. But it's different because he, he, he was a pure tight end. Remember Waller from Georgia Tech with the Raiders? Yeah. And we tried Malcolm Jenkins, Ooh. the Mario Davis. Ain't nobody stopped him. Eesh. Remember we tried all the different guys? Now, uh, Dennis Allen. We, the Saints played can't guard that cat. Yeah, the Dennis <laughs> Allen remembers that. So I think that if Kyle Pitts, let's say, after one catch or he's having success in the first quarter, no, no. Uh, but I think from the get-go. Uh, you play him, what I mean by in and out. In and out is like, okay. Bracket. Uh, bracket, yeah. You, you could come and, like, jam him. Uh, like, you know, not to get a clean release off the line of scrimmage. And then you flip your hits, your hips, and you got, uh, you, you know, that you have help on the outside. You don't let him cross your face on the inside. Or it could be vice versa. You jam him, you flip your hips, out, you flip your hip, hips outside, knowing you have inside help. Or you play him straight up, and you play him short and long. Be overly aggressive, and, and you're not getting a penalty. You're just being aggressive with him. Now, you can't whiff, 
and know that uh, you're not worried about him blowing by you because you have help over the top. Do not let that guy have 100 yards receiving because they don't have enough other weapons that can exploit the Saints' defense. So you cannot let Kyle Pitts beat you simply because uh, the two guys, him and Patterson. Now, or Daryl Patterson. Yeah, but he would be more. He's going to play running back. Yeah, He's yeah, almost yeah, like yeah, their yeah. Taysom Smith, uh, uh, Taysom Hill. A combination kind of um, Alvin Kamara, Taysom Hill. Yeah. Or he's like the better version and a more productive version of uh, Ty Montgomery. Uh, Christian, I had read this, uh, I don't know, at the beginning of the show, and uh, and I, I can bring it up again because you have different uh, listeners. This caught my attention to show you how a difference maker uh, Cordell Patterson is. Can I go back to Kyle, Kyle yeah. Pitts for one second? Yeah. You can't always play him zone, right? So when you do no, play, no, when, when you no. do play a man-to-man, and I'm telling this for the fans, and tell me if I'm wrong here. Don't be surprised. Watch for this. Watch for either Marcus Davenport or Cam Jordan, whoever's lined up at end, and Kyle Pitts is in the, in that slot or lined up as an inline tight end. On their way to the quarterback, they're going to try to redirect Kyle Pitts. Well, it, that's why I think the Falcons, they'll put him in space, though. They'll put him yeah. too far where the, the defensive end can't get that wide. It's not a traditional tight end. You know what I mean? Yeah, but at some point, they're going to, for some plays, they're going to have to have him as an inline tight end. Well, uh, yeah, and if they do do that, you, you give them the business. Uh, yeah, you know, redirect. You, uh, yeah, you redirect it. You, you work them over. Uh, but uh, talking about Patterson, like I said at the beginning of the show, um, I always thought he was a stud with the Bears, but he's really been a stud with the Falcons. And if you look at the production here, and this goes back to um, like the AFL and NFL merge going back to 1970. So uh, – Christian, that's like Woodstock days. I mean, right right after Woodstock, I mean, you're talking about o- o- over half a century. So when you think about this. And Patterson is the first player to record at least 10 rushing touchdowns, but he was at 14. Okay? And and he, he's not a traditional running back. I mean, he's like, um, his number's in the 80s. I mean, uh, you know, when you look at a guy... And, uh, and where they're listed, uh, they're 84, and they have, uh, what, 14 rushing touchdowns? <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah, he's a running back, sometimes no, a, it, an, F, an H-back. Like Ty McGrimm, yes. And, and, and uh, how do you – Taysom Hill, how are we going to utilize him? Now, he also had 10 receiving tu- – now, you need to have – it was 10 rushing touchdowns, 10 receiving touchdowns, and but this is going to separ- separate him on special teams. But he had 14 rushing touchdowns. He had 15 receiving touchdowns. And this is Devin Hester-like. Five kickoff returns for a touchdown is the measuring mark. Well, he had eight. <laughs> so if you look at it, he had 14 rushing, 15 receiving, and eight kickoff returns for a touchdown in his career. Uh, and that is uh, the first player to do that since the NFL, the NFC the NFL-AFL merger uh, to become the NFL, what it is today. So the bottom line is like Will Lutz, uh, you know, because. Kick it out of the end zone. Yeah, because Christian, I've seen him return, and it could be six, seven, eight yards deep in the end zone. He might take it out. He's done that before. I don't know if he's there right now, but that, that would be something that you would hate. Uh, you in a hard-fought game, and then, uh, you know how we always say this, you got a scoop and score, pick six, a punt return, kick return for a touchdown, the parity in the NFL. 
that can come back to bite you if all of a sudden you got a momentum, you scored, and you kick off to them, eh, and they take it right back and get an easy touchdown that way. It's not easy, but uh, that, that, that usually helps that team win when you're able to do that. Bobby, you expect to see the Saints playing a lot of eight-man fronts um, and, and daring Marcus Mariota throw the football. And my, my other piggyback question off of that is, in obvious passing situations, especially third and medium or longer, you, who are you spying Marcus Mariota with? Well, uh, the, the, the Tyron Matthew, the, the spy with him, uh, and um, I would say uh, definitely the RPO type game that the Falcons are very capable of doing, because uh, everyone gets each other's films, and uh, Atlanta's going to try and do the concepts. The only thing is the Falcons' offensive line is not good as the Eagles' offensive line, and I can see them running the same type plays, because to help Marcus Mariota have success, they have to run. They don't have enough weapons to pass the football. But then if you can run the ball and you do bootleg, play action, you get out in space, that's why whether it's Marcus Davenport, um, whether it's Peyton Turner, uh, whether it's Cam Jordan, uh, whoever it is off the edge, you can't be overly aggressive. Do your responsibility first and contain the quarterback. Don't let him get outside you where he breaks containment. Because then you put too much pressure on the back end and the coverage with the secondary, and then you give him that flexibility of run-pass option. Cam Jordan describes the, the, the rushing technique as almost like a, a muddle rush where you're kind of getting it, staying to the depth of the football, right, and you want to you be able to detach from the O-line and keep, you know, stay with him. That way, if he's moving up in the pocket, you're trying to work up in the pocket. If he's right. moving back, then you're working back as well. And hopefully you can break free, and, but and, you don't want them to get outside of you. Well, and the thing is, even if you do a stunt, uh, like, you know, T-E-T, let's say, like, um, I don't think they would do this against Mariota in particular because you want the guys who can run, like, uh, this would be more like for a pocket passer more. Like, you do a stunt where uh, the, the end crashes hard inside and the tackle loops around him. Well, you know, the quarterback can get outside maybe. Uh, but are uh, those type stunts – I don't see them doing be maybe uh, between the guards or the linebackers and the D tackles to maybe trying to get pressure in the middle, but the both ends keep that up, up, sho- up shoulder uh, uh, outside uh, arm free. Yeah, yeah, free, and that you know what the number one thing he cannot get outside me because uh, that's when you're gonna give up a big play, you know. And then if if he cuts back in and he's quick and he's making moves, then you got to get help. But you're doing your job. Don't let him get outside you. That's whether he's going left or right. If you're a defensive end, do your job first. Don't try and be a hero and, and come up with a, a big sack. Now, Could Demario Davis be a spy in situations? Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Demario Davis, you mix it up. Uh, Tyron Matthew. For sure. Because, uh, see, you don't, you know, Matt Ryan, you would never spy him. Uh-huh. You know, why you can spy Matt Ryan? He's in the pocket. He's not running nowhere. So you don't have to. But no, like, um, but. You know, in theory, you could have a spy, but what if the spy misses the tackle? Then they're like, and then you're kind of in trouble, but they can't miss it. No, you'd have um, the spy like when we we uh, we play the Eagles, uh, and um, with, with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, look at his running ability. Well, Marcus Mariota has those kind of running abilities. Uh, that, Especially if he sees man coverage. Yeah, yeah. The the, the only thing I, I think what has hindered uh, Marcus Mariota is that. He's gotten hurt a lot, and 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 when you think of it, he looks frail, 
But when you think about it, he's not really frail because I, I was looking at his size. I mean, he's 6'4", 222, 220. Nice. I mean, he could be 230 maybe, but that, that, that's not that's not like he's 6'4", uh, 190. So that, that's not necessarily skinny, but he's gotten banged up. Uh, but the one thing, uh, he's been, I read this, he's been way more productive than I realized. I think it's just because he's been injured and the Titans wanted to go in a different direction. And um, like I personally think Ryan Tannehill's a better version than Marcus Mariota and how the Titans try to run plays uh, with their play action and all. Uh, but they still have that type of quarterback who they drafted uh, Malik. Uh, uh, Malik Willis. Malik Willis from uh, uh, from Liberty uh, to go to the Titans. So that's all that same type player. But uh, since entering the league, since entering the NFL in 2015, Marcus Mariota is one of six quarterbacks. Now think how the NFL is structured today, and you have uh, playmaking quarterbacks make plays at your feet. That Marcus Mariota is one of six quarterbacks with at least 13,000 passing yards. He has 13,474 and 1,500 rushing yards. He has 1,574 over the past six seasons. So over the past six seasons, he's thrown for basically 13,500 yards and he's rushed for 1,500 yards. So it's not like he's been a slappy. You know, just but that, that he has not been – he's been hurt. Yeah, and lot. the Raiders used him a lot like the Saints did with Taysom Hill. Right, right, right. Now, they knew Derek Carr was the guy. Yeah. And they, exactly, that's how the Raiders used him. But here he had opportunity to start, and, and, and the Falcons want to lean upon him. He's not the long-term answer for the Falcons. He's the answer for now, what they're trying to do to kick off this 2022 season. Or he's still a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> this is Sports Talk here on WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.